Hey boo, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Abundant. I'm your host, Denai Hopkins, and I'm so excited and grateful to be here today on this platform, sharing my journey to being debt-free so I can start building wealth. So let's get into it. Hey family, and thank you all for tuning in to today's episode, Mid-Year Reset. I hope you all had a great weekend, ate some good food, because I know I did, (laughs) and just really enjoyed being around your friends and family. I cannot believe it's July already. Like, that's crazy. Where has the time gone? And so with it being July, that means we're in the second half of the year, And I just want to start off by thanking God because he continuously blesses us to see another day. And that is just amazing. Like, thank you so much for allowing us to see another day. And if you woke up today with full mobility, you need to do three things. One, thank God, first and foremost, first and foremost, period. Two, get your butt out of that house and go move your body for about 45 minutes to an hour because I know we all ate good this weekend. We had ribs and chicken and baked beans. We made a mac and cheese. We ate some caramel cake. We were eating good. So go walk that off because the weather is nice all around the world this time of year. So go walk that off. But the third and most important thing that you need to do is resetting your goals for the remainder of the year. I love July for two reasons. The obvious reason is that it's my birthday month. And if you know me, you know I absolutely love birthdays and I love my birthday. My birthday is July 28th, so I'm a Leo. And it was so funny because I saw a post last year, but I saw a post that said Leos are the type of people that will have a billboard made on their birthday. (laughs) saying, hey, it's my birthday, call me or text me at 773 and blah, 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 the rest of my number. I'm not giving y'all my number, but But text me, right, and tell me happy birthday. And I scream because this is so me, like, everybody is going to know it's my birthday. I don't care who it is. I'm telling everybody I want the free Starbucks drink. I want the free cookie. I want the free cake at the restaurant. I want them to see me happy birthday because it is a blessing to see another year. So we celebrate. And so happy early birthday or happy birthday to everybody who birthday is in July. Like, yes. But the second reason why I love July so much is because it's the perfect time for a mid-year reset, as I mentioned before. Now, a mid-year reset is the perfect way to refresh your goals that you set at the top of the new year or create new ones if your priorities have shifted or you accomplish some of those goals that you did right in the beginning of the year. It's the perfect solution for getting your life back on track when you lost motivation or got overwhelmed. So a mid-year reset would just help you get out of that slump. And to be honest, I have never done a mid-year reset a day in my life I've never heard of a mid-year reset a day in my life up until now, but as I'm learning and as I am growing, my ideas and the way that I think has pushed me to challenge myself even more, and I challenge you to do the same. 
I've been doing this podcast for about a month now. So shout out to my baby turning one month. But now it's time to tap in for real because we're at the second half of the year. These first six months have flew by. But can you imagine these next six months if we're consistent, if we're dedicated, and we stick to a strict budget or just being strategic in our goals for the remainder of the year? Where would that put us? Just think about it. These next six six months are detrimental to both you and me. And it will truly put us ahead of the game if we are consistent and dedicated. Remember, you cannot get deliverance without being consistent and dedicated. So let's go into detail of what I'm focusing on for my mid-year reset. So for the first, for my first ever mid-year reset, I'm focusing on challenging myself in these three key areas, my faith, my finances, obviously, and my fitness. And before I go into detail, after this episode, I want you to write down what you would like to accomplish for the remainder of the year in these three areas, faith, fitness, and your finances. Let's hold each other accountable. And I want you guys to share with me what your goals are. Reach out to me on the Financially Abundant Instagram page. I'll make sure I link that in the show notes. But if you don't have Instagram, I'll leave my email in the show notes. Email me your goals and what you're trying to accomplish for the remainder of the year. I want to make sure that we're not just writing down goals anymore or creating these vision boards that we have and we're not accomplishing them. Excuse me. It is not only a waste of time, but... We just don't get anything done. And that's not only fair to you, but that's not fair to your growth, right? We're not doing that anymore. It's all about progression and not perfection. And we can no longer sit around, talk a good game, and have no action behind it. Remember, prayer without works is dead. So I'm serious about all of us becoming better versions of ourselves daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. So let's get into the mid-year reset goals. So for the next six months, I'm focusing on those three areas, my faith, my fitness, and my finances. And for each area, I'm only going to write down three to four goals in each category. I'm doing this because I always overextend myself, especially in the beginning of the year, writing down 20 to 30 goals and by the time July comes, I forgot all of those goals and I haven't done anything. And I know I can't be the only one. We write down these goals to get things done by a certain date. And when it doesn't happen, we get discouraged. We blame God even like, God, why am I not here in October when you know I told you what I wanted to do in January? Well, have you put in the work? Have you been strategic? Have you been doing your part and holding up your end of the bargain? Have you been preparing for the race? If you can look at yourself and answer that question, honestly, you'll be able to know why you're not where you want to be. And trust me, I've experienced this time and time again. And that's why I'm telling you guys these things. And so not only we get discouraged when we don't accomplish those things by a certain time. Remember, we have to stop putting God in this box and putting him on his time, putting him on our timeline. God, is strategic. He's a strategic God and everything works on his timing. Trust me, when it's going to work out, it's going to be on God's timing because it worked out 
in his plan for our life. His plans are always better than our plans, period. And we know that. We heard that growing up. And it is so true. But not only do we get discouraged, but we just like forget these goals. I don't even want to do it anymore. It's October. I'll try again in January. It's only three more months left out the year. I'm just about to just live and not live and work towards something. We're not doing that anymore. Remember last week I talked about we have to do one thing at a time because when we try to do too much at once, we write down 20 different, 30 different goals in different categories. We're diluting all of our efforts trying to do so many things at once. You're trying to take several, you're trying to attack several areas at once and you don't finish anything you start. And that is why I'm not setting us up for failure. I'm not setting myself up for failure and I'm not setting yourself up for failure. We're going to be realistic. So we're going to focus on these three areas in our life and only write three to four goals in each category, which are realistic goals. Not saying, oh, I'm a, I'm a workout every day. Okay, well, what is the goal to working out? Because if you just go to the gym and you don't have a plan, you go take a picture of you being at the gym with your waist trainer on. And then as soon as you post it, you leave. You didn't even stretch. You didn't even walk on a treadmill for five minutes. So not only are we writing down our goals, but we are writing down the action when it comes to these goals. You get me? You see what I'm trying to say? And just trust me. Trust me, trust me, trust me. We're going to be able to knock out all of our goals and we're going to accomplish them. And again, trust what I'm saying. Look, I know a few things or two. You know, I know a little something, something. And if you've been listening to this podcast every week, clearly you trust me as well. <laughs> so let's get in. Let's finally, finally, finally get into these goals. So for each category, I went back to see the goals that I had wrote down at the top of the year just to track my progress and just to reflect on what I've done so far in just these last six months. I'm super big on reflection and meditation and just taking out the time for myself. Um, you know, carving out that time is so important. Anyway, I needed to know what I needed to work on for these next six months. And as I was doing this, I'm not going to lie. I told you guys, I wrote about, I wrote down about 20 goals and I was only able to cross off four of those 20 Four of those 20 yikes, because not only did not only was I trying to overextend myself in these different areas, but I also just was just lazy. I just was like, whatever, letting the time go by, letting the week go by, not constantly reflecting and checking in on the goals that I wrote down. I blinked and it was July and that will not happen again, but it's OK. That's behind us, right? Remember, I'm going to always say this, like yesterday worries not hold us captive, but today is a new day where mercies are new and peace finds me. Peace covers over me. So we're going to celebrate the small wins, pick ourselves back up and try again. And we will not be defeated just because we didn't accomplish something by a certain date. We we will keep going. We will keep trying because we are human. We will fail. But what separates us is that we're going to keep going and keep trying and pushing ourselves past our limits. So this is what I have accomplished thus far as the first Wednesday at the top of the second half. 
first and foremost, my number one goal was to launch my podcast, which I did. That was my main goal. Um, my second goal that I've accomplished so far was that I invested in my company's 401k. Even though the stock market is not doing well right now, but hey, that's just the game of the stock market. The stock, the stock market, okay? It fluctuates up and down every day, but it's still important to invest your money into your 401k and in stocks. And you know, we'll talk about that deeper at another time. But also another major goal that I accomplished um, so far was that I paid off all of my credit card debt. I had about $7,000 in credit card debt. And in May, just with hard work and saving and picking up extra shifts at work, Instacarting, Uber Eats, I was able to pay off $7,000 in debt. And that was nothing but the grace of God because it was hard. And so many things were just coming up left and right. And I'm like, God, what is going on? But I stayed steadfast. I stayed consistent. I stayed strict. And I was able to pay that off. And I felt unstoppable. Because when I saw that zero balance due, baby, trust me, I shouted and I screamed. I didn't owe nobody nothing. No more credit no more credit cards. Cut them up and just let them sit. They'll fall off later. And that's something we'll also talk about. Don't ever cancel your credit cards. Just let them fall off. It's fine. But the fact that I don't owe anybody any money for my consumer credit card debt, that is just a huge weight that has been lifted off my shoulder, something that I've been wanting to accomplish for the longest time. So when I saw my credit score go up to a 735, I said, you better go ahead, girl, with your bad self, okay? And the last goal, this is a funny one that I accomplished. Um, and I'm still, you know, kind of working on it a little bit, but I've been practicing it. It's a silly goal, but it's personal to me. I've been practicing um, just getting better at my makeup. <laughs> That's something that I've always wanted to get better at. I'm very big into self-care and personal care. And I just love feeling good about myself. Because once you're confident about yourself, it ain't nothing nobody could tell you, period. I am who God say I am, period, point blank. And also, it's no better feeling when your contour is popping, okay? When people say, girl, I see your contour, like, yes, sis, thank you. So that's something that I'm still working on. But you have to make some goals fun and funny and personal. Like, you know, like getting better at makeup or learning how to walk better in heels. That's also another goal of mine, right? Just little fun stuff like that. Um, and so... Yeah, that's what I've accomplished so far in my goals. But now it's time for that mid-year reset. I needed to reflect on what I've done thus far to be able to help me set up my goals for the remaining uh so for the remainder of the year. So in the faith category, faith always comes first. I wrote down four goals that I want to accomplish. And so the first one is I want to strengthen my relationship with God. I want to spend more time with him. I often put him on the back burner and I find myself only seeking him when I need something, a transactional relationship. And I'm not a baby Christian anymore. I'm not new to this. I've grown up in church. And as I've gotten older, I've learned how to develop my own personal relationship with God. And that's not only fair to him, but it's not fair to it's it's not fair to me and it's not fair to him. I must do better, period. And that's all I'm going to say about that. 
I want to serve once a month. I want to tithe consistently. I've been inconsistent with my tithes, but I want to tithe consistently. And the fourth goal for faith that I'm believing in God in is that um, with my current company, I love my current company. But I want to be able to move to a fully remote position internally at my current company at the top of the new year because I want to live in South America for about four to six weeks at some point next year. If you know me, you know I love, love, love traveling. Um, I've been to three of the seven continents so far, and my goal is to visit all seven continents. But my next continent or country, whatever, what I want to visit is I want to visit South America and stay for about four to six weeks. So those are my faith goals. Strengthen my relationship, serve once a month, um, tithe consistently, and then believing in God for a fully remote position with my same company so I can be able to live abroad for four to six weeks. Moving on to the second category, finances. Um, The first goal is to have um, $1,000 in my emergency fund by the end of the month to, um, to, by the end of the month, um, so I can start, you know, building that barrier between my debt and um, just myself, you know, building that barrier. I talked about it. That's so important. And then, you know, just to add a little spiciness to this goal, you know, a little Lari seasoning salt, you know, just to give it that that taste, you know, that that's what it's missing. <laughs> I want my emergency fund to be nothing less than $3,000 by the end of the year. So the short-term goal is to get to that $1,000 by the end of July. And a long-term goal is to have $3,000 set up in my emergency fund by the end of the year. The second financial goal is to read two financial books a month. I want to pay down $7,000 um, for my car balance. My current car balance is about fourteen grand, so I want to pay off half of that by this year, by this half. So then next year I can pay off the remaining half of my car and never have a car note ever again in my life. <laughs> and then the fourth goal is to open up a money market account with a balance of nothing less than $1,000. Money market account, that's um, a form of a savings account. And we'll talk about that in, you know, deeper once I build up my financial, once I build up my emergency fund and, you know, start making a strategic plan to start paying down debt. But for the finance goals, I know I talked about only doing four, three to four goals in each category, but I had to add a fifth one. It's a fifth goal to this, and it's just to continuously update my budget daily, weekly, and monthly and making sure I'm sticking to a strict budget. So for finance, the goals, just to recap, the goal was to have um, that $1,000 in my emergency fund by the end of July, um, and then through nothing less than 3000 by the end of the year in my emergency fund. I want to read two financial books a month. I want to pay off $7,000 um, towards my car. I want to open up a money market account, and then I'll just want to stick to the strict budget. And then finally, the last category, the last F, fitness. I want to reach my goal weight of 180 pounds. Now, this is very transparent because growing up, you you never ask a woman what her weight is, but I'm going to always be transparent, fully transparent with you guys, be honest with you guys, because, you know, that's the only way we're going to be able to accomplish these things. Since the beginning of the year, I've actually lost 20 pounds and I've maintained it, but it's time to go crazy. 
I can't believe that last year I had got up to almost 240 pounds. That was the heaviest I have ever been in my adult life. And what the crazy part was is I didn't even look like I was 240 pounds. Like, you know, my clothes was a little snug, but it wasn't nothing like crazy, right? But when I went to the doctor, you know, just your end of year doctor check. I hate going to the doctor because, no, I love going to the doctor. You should go to the doctor. But when they ask you to weigh yourself as soon as you get in, like, dang, can I get a hello first? Like, why you got to ruin my mood by me by trying to get me on the scale? But anyway, when I saw that 240, I almost about passed out. I said, okay, no. And, you know, just being 240 pounds, I was looking healthy. I was, you know, I, I didn't feel unhealthy. And, but you know how it is, like, not only were we in the pandemic and still working for home, but I'm also in a relationship. And when I tell y'all we was eating good, honey, we were eating good. God really blessed me with, like, my own personal chef as a boyfriend. But when I saw that number on the scale that night, I told my boo, like, bae, we need to get it together now. We too fine to be looking like some roly polyolies, <laughs> And we're too young. You know what I'm saying? So together as a couple so far, we've lost 50 pounds together and we've definitely maintained it. But now we're pushing ourselves to go even harder and we will reach our goal weights. And when I get to 180, <laughs> I promise you won't be able to tell me nothing, 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 nothing. So the first goal for my fitness is to reach my goal weight. And by doing that, um, no more eating out. That's the second goal. No more eating out, especially during the week. I spent almost, last month as I was doing my budget, I spent almost $800 that month just on eating out. Mind you, I just went grocery shopping. Like, what is wrong? What's wrong with me? Like, deny, you have to get it together, sis. Like, $800 that could have went towards, you know, my car note or my emergency fund or just other things to take care of, you know. I can't believe I spent that much. So, no more eating out, especially during the week. No more little quick little Chipotle runs and not, none of that. We're not doing that anymore. And also on the weekends, just pick one day, pick one meal to treat myself and to not, you know, go crazy or overdo it. The third goal for the fitness goal is just to move my body. Um, move my body every day. Like I said at the top of the podcast, when you wake up with full mobility, you need to move your body because it's just a blessing to be able you know, to do these things, to be active because so many people are not able to do it. So whether that's going on a walk or working out, you have to move your body. We have to move our body. So that is the third goal for my fitness, um, you know, fitness goals. So just to reflect, you know, the faith goals, strengthen my relationship, you know, continue to serve, you know, financial financial goals, build that emergency fund up, read two financially books a month. Um, you know, just kind of, you know, paraphrasing, summing up everything. And then my fitness goal is reach my goal weight by working out um, four to five times a week, um, not eating out during the week anymore and just picking one meal on the weekend to treat myself and just continuously moving my body. Remember, health is wealth. God will only take you as far as your body allows. So take care of yourself. Your body is a temple and you only get one. 
Don't keep abusing it by going to get that little four for four before you get home. When you get off work, before you go eat dinner, you know better. No, if you're hungry and you need a little snack, eat you some apples and peanut butter and call it the day. Don't overdo it. (laughs) So that's it. That is my mid-year reset goals. Those are my three F's that I'm focusing on, faith, finances, and fitness. And I'll be focusing on that for the remainder of the year. Please, 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 I'm begging you. Make the time before this week is out and write down your goals and let me know what they are. Reach out to me, tell me, email me, call me, text me. I'm excited about your goals and I want you to accomplish them. And when you write it down, rip out that piece of paper or print it out wherever you wrote down or if you typed out your goals and hang it up so you can see it in your bathroom or somewhere where you can just see it every day to stay motivated because when the end of the year comes, I want all of us to be able to cross out everything we had on that list. We're going to do this. No more excuses. It's time to take the second half of this year by the reins because we can do anything that we put our mind to. So just to wrap up today's episode, I want you to remember that you can enjoy life, build wealth, and have a relationship with God all at the same time. Too many people think that it's one or the other, but balance is key and so is time management. We all have the same 24 hours, so it is up to you with what you do with your time. Just imagine how much you would get done if you woke up every day during the week, you know, sleeping on the weekends, but during the week at 6 a.m. just to get a head start before your day. Just imagine how much you'll get done, right? how much energy you will have. You can enjoy life and not destroy your financial future or your relationship with God. We can have it all. God wants us to live a abundant life and rebuke the bare minimum, okay? So write down your mid-year goals, share them with me, and let's get to work, baby. And so as we conclude today's episode, y'all know I always close us out with the same saying. Repeat after me. It's not the destination that inspires others. It is the journey. So inspire yourself and break those generational curses. Love y'all. Have a great week. And I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Peace. Bye.